Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. We're in the book of Luke, uh, Luke chapter number 9. It's where we started on the last podcast. In verse 51, where the Bible said, And it came to pass, when the time was come, that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And we read on a few verses on the last podcast about Christ and how his, they didn't receive him because his face was so set. And it shows the commitment of the Lord Jesus. He said, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. In another passage, Jesus was committed, and that's what we talked about on the last podcast, and I want to continue that today. And I told you on the last podcast, when I read these verses, my mind went to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, about being steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And commitment is reckless abandon, is stepping out on faith with no thought of returning. And we need some committed people today. And the problem is we've got committed people. They're just committed to the wrong things. And commitment compels God to intervene because the Bible said, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. That's Psalm number 37, verse number 5. When you commit, God is compelled. And in verse number 51, we see the commitment of Jesus Christ but in verse 53, keep this in mind, when you commit, there will be a conflict. Because in verse 51, the Bible said he set his face steadfastly to go to Jerusalem. And in verse, that's the commitment. In verse 53, you find a conflict because he set his face. Listen to the Bible. Luke chapter 9, verse number 53. Uh, the Bible said, and they did not receive him because... His face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. There will be conflict. When you commit yourself to God, there will be those that are going to oppose. Jesus was misunderstood here. Uh, we see a biased opinion in that word because. Because what's happening is Jesus is not fitting into their mold. <laughs> they, they were saying, he's not one of us. He ain't doing it like we do it. And I love this story. I, I, I heard it, and I probably already said it on one of the podcasts because it's such a good one. Uh, D.L. Moody, the great uh, revivalist, uh, he was one night after one of his services in one of his revival campaigns, somebody come up to him and said, Mr. Moody, I don't like the way that you're uh, running your campaigns. And D.L. Moody looked right back at him and said, well, how do you do yours? And they said, oh, we, I, I don't do any. He said, well, I like my way better. And, you know, the thing is, when you commit yourself and you, you, you plan that you're going to go for God and do for God and be committed to God, there will be conflict. Uh, the message here in this is, is, is Jesus committed himself in verse 51, and then he finds a confrontation, a conflict. And if you want everybody to like you, just be nothing, do nothing, say nothing. But if you're going to commit yourself, 
just count on it. People are going to say, our guys went off the deep end. He, he's a fanatic. He, he's just gone hog wild. You know, a lot of people want their loved ones to do better, but once they get saved and, and radically get changed, it's like they get too much God. And I'll promise you, the world does not like folks that commit themselves to the Lord. There will always be conflict, but the Bible teaches us it is worth it to be committed to the Lord. And so in verse 51, you find the commitment. In verse 53, you find the confrontation or the conflict. And then in verse 56, you find the consequences. Because the Bible says here, For the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Committed people do not let conflicts detour them do you see did you see that he said what he said he was committed they confronted him they conflicted him and you know what he said we'll just go somewhere else i'll just keep doing what i'm doing if you don't want to receive it i'll just do what i need to do they see when people are committed that person sees the consequences are greater than the conflict you can tell if somebody's really committed or not. Is Are they going to continue after the conflict? Anybody can have a verse 51. Anybody can have a verse 51 and, and have a look like, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to do for God. I'm going to be for God. But when the conflict comes, are you going to continue because of the consequences? And I love Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. There's the consequences. He was committed through the conflict because of the consequences. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. There's the three steps. Commitment, conflict, consequences. The consequences will help you stay committed through the conflict. Did you hear that? The consequences will help you stay committed through the conflict. The consequences of verse 56 will help the commitment of verse 51 to get through the conflict of verse 53 because Jesus kept going. What kept him going? He seen what would take place as a result of his commitment. He saw down the road what God was going to do through him and with him and for him with a chosen bride. That's you and I. That that bride that he was going to redeem, that's why he endured the cross. Do you know what kept Moses committed? The consequences. A whole nation was going to be saved. Do you know what kept Abraham committed? The consequences. There was going to be a whole race of people that were going to be God's chosen people. Do you know what kept the three Hebrew children committed? It was the consequences. Their Jewish heritage was going to be salvaged. Do you know what kept Noah committed? The consequences. There were seven others in that family that were going to be saved because he stayed committed. Do you know what kept Daniel committed? A king was going to be saved. The consequences. And what kept Jesus committed was the consequences. There was going to be a bride, a multitude that were going to be saved by his blood. The consequences of verse 56 will help you get through the conflict of verse number 53. It takes 
commitment. Nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. If you're going to build a church, if you're a preacher and you're listening and you're going to build a church, you got to stay committed. If you're going to raise children for the glory of God, you've got to stay committed. If you're going to have your Sunday school class grow, you're going to have to stay committed, even in the conflicts. Pastor, when the conflicts come, remember the consequences. It'll help you stay committed. Parents, Lord have mercy, conflicts will come for a parent. But you got to remember the consequences. You want a fine, upstanding young man. You want a fine, upstanding young lady that loves the Lord and loves their family like you've loved your family. The consequences. Um, a Sunday school class, there's conflict, but you see the consequences, and that helps you get through the conflict. That could be applied in so many areas of our life. You say you're going to be committed, realize you're going to be conflicted. You're going to be confronted. But keep your eyes on the prize. Things don't just happen. It takes commitment. And what an example we have in the Lord Jesus Christ who set his face steadfastly to go to Jerusalem. We need some commitment. I mean, if you're a child of God, you have uh, been challenged from your pastor. You've been challenged... Uh, from uh, workers in the church, leaders, uh, mentors, whatever you want to call them, that have urged you to totally commit to Christ. What does that phrase even mean? To totally commit to Christ. It means Jesus is Lord in every area of your life. It means that He's in charge on Saturday night and on Sunday morning. It means He's Lord of our body and He's Lord of our brain. It means He's in control of all that we own or all that we cherish it means he directs our career path it means he directs our hobbies it, it means he directs our entertainment it means he directs our finances we are totally committed to christ it means he's lord and we need some commitment we need some commitment commitment in verse 51 that can endure the conflict of verse 53 because they see the consequences. God's got something for me to do. God's going to accomplish great things with my life. I hope it's been a blessing. Commitment. We need some folks in this world that will be totally committed to Christ and let Him be Lord over every area of their life. Now I want you to go out today. Commit that today you're going to illuminate illuminate the world around you and be the light of the world or that you're going to purify the world around you and be salt. That's a command from the Lord. You're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. Go out today. Brighten your corner. Purify your corner. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow, I'm going out. I'm going to be salt. I'm going to be light. I'm going to be a testimony. I'm going to be a witness. I'm committing I'm committing and I'm going to make it through the conflict because I realize the consequences. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.